Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today we'll continue our study in Acts chapter 18, and this will be our fifth Bible study in this 18th chapter, and we join the Apostle Paul in the city of Corinth, where he has been now and for several uh, months, and uh, some some things are going to take place here uh, in this passage that uh, are interesting, and I want us to look at it together, and um, uh, I think you're going to enjoy it, and we'll see what the Bible has to say in just a minute. Now, if you've missed any of our previous Bible studies, those are all available for you via our podcast, and our podcast is found on every podcast platform. Just go there, type in Striving for Revival, and you can subscribe for free, and you'll have access to hours of content and Bible studies that we have done, and you can also find our podcast of course, on the North Valley Baptist Church app, which is found on the Apple App Store, NVBC app, and hit uh, download, and of course that's free as well. Then you'll have our podcast plus all the other streaming content, media content that we produce here at our church, and so you'll want to get that app for many reasons if you haven't gotten it already, but I pray the podcast will be a help to you, and the reason we do that is, I understand, on the radio... And by the way, thank God for the radio station that you listen to us on and for KMVBC and all of that. But the podcast enables you sometimes, if you're on the radio, maybe you're driving or at work or unable to get out a pen uh, and a piece of paper, get your Bible out and follow along. The podcast enables you to do that. You can listen when you have time and you can set aside time to purposely listen and study through the scripture. And I want you to do that. I don't want you to take my word for it. And I don't want you just to say, well, Brother Cooper said that, so must be right. I want you to compare it, and uh, I want you to uh, search the scriptures whether these things be so. And by the way, if you ever find your place in a church where the pastor says don't do that, or uh, a minister, whatever, if, whether he's wearing a long flowing robe or a nice two-button suit, I don't care what it is. If he doesn't want you to look in the Bible and to make sure that what he's saying is in there, then you're in the wrong place, and you ought to find a place that upholds the Word of God and makes it preeminent. The Bible tells us, Christ, the Lord, He's exalted His Word above His own name, and there's nothing like the Bible. It's powerful. It's sharp. It's quicker than, uh, uh, or rather, it's quick. It's powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword, and there's just no book like it. All right, Acts chapter 18. I've already mentioned Paul's in the city of Corinth, and Paul has been laboring there. He started out with Priscilla and Aquila, then he moved into the house of a man named Justice, which was hard or adjacent to the synagogue, and something remarkable happened. A man named Crispus, who is the chief ruler of that synagogue, believes on the Lord Jesus Christ and gets saved, and not just him, but also his family and relatives, the Bible said, and his house, but not just his house, all of his house, and also many of the Corinthians. So, this man, who is an authority, a leader in the synagogue, hears the gospel 
puts his faith in what Paul has said. The Word of God puts his faith in Jesus Christ and is born again. Now, this is going to cause ripple effects to go throughout the city, and it's going to come from the Jewish people. And it's amazing if you study Acts, a lot of the opposition and persecution that comes, by the way, of Christians is not government persecution, but it is spiritual or religious persecution. It is a group of people who claim to love God and know God that uh, incite most of the riots and the hatred and the persecution that is directed toward the early church and these earliest Christians. Now, because of this, the Bible said Paul uh, leads Christmas to the Lord. He's there for six, uh, rather a year and six months. And at verse number 12, says, And when Galio was the deputy of Achaia, the Jews made insurrection with one accord against Paul and brought him to the judgment seat. So they take Paul and they bring him before this uh, civil leader, saying, This fellow persuadeth men to worship God contrary to the law. Now, that is not uh, a totally false accusation. He's telling them that Jesus Christ fulfilled the law. He didn't come to replace the law. He came to fulfill the law. He's not doing away with it. He is just the satisfaction of it. He is the fulfiller of that Old Testament law, and he preaches Christ to them, and that is going to upset the apple cart of their traditions, uh, of their uh, heritage of their comfort zone, and they don't like that one bit. It also is going to affect maybe some 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 of their following. Their synagogue is going to be affected by this. So they bring Paul before this, this Gentile civil leader. And when Paul was in, now out to open his mouth, Galio said unto the Jews, If it were a matter of wrong or wicked lewdness, O ye Jews, reason would that I should bear with you. But if it be a question of words and names and of your law, look ye to it, for I will be no judge of such matters. So he's saying, now listen, he said, if this was really a civil dispute, then I would handle it. I, I would take care of this if it was uh, something that had to do with our law, but this is something in the spiritual realm. And he said, I don't have anything to do with that. Now, here's a little background. Goliath was a ruler uh, in the area of Greece. And he was originally known as Marcus Aeneas Novatus, if you will, if I'm saying that right. He was brought to Rome by his father and adopted by a Roman orator called Lucius Junius Gallio. Thereafter, he used the name of his foster parent, Gallio. He had a brother named Seneca who testified of his charm and said, No mortal is so pleasant to any person as Gallio is to everyone. He is reputed to have been a sufferer from asthma and gain relief uh, he would go on various journeys at sea. He was a gracious man, and he became the deputy of Archaei. Uh, the Jews hoped he would seize every chance to please his subjects, and that's why they brought Paul before his judgment seat. Now, the way in which the judge handled the case and dismissed the accusations infuriates the Jews. There was no appeal against the judgment of Goliath. He uh, stood there behind the judgment seat, and he just sort of... As, Brother Barney Fife would say he nips it in the bud. He just right at the outset says, now listen, this isn't anything to do with uh, with our law. This is your spiritual law that we're talking about. He said, you go deal with it. You you see to it. And the Bible said in verse 16, he drave them from the judgment seat. He literally shoes them away as though they've been annoying, a burden to him. He just says, get out of here. You're wasting my time. Get out of my uh, courtroom. I'm not going to get embroiled in your religious jurisprudence. I'm not going to have anything to do with your issue. I'm not going to... Uh, uh, I'm not going to enact corporal punishment on this man. He's not broken any kind of a law, and he says, get out of here. He drives them from 
the judgment seat. But verse 17 is so interesting because in verse 17, there's a new chief ruler of the synagogue taking Crispus's place because he's been saved. And the man's name is Sosthenes. The Bible said in verse 17, then all the Greeks took Sosthenes, the chief ruler of the synagogue, and watch this, and beat him before the judgment seat, and Galio cared for none of these things. So they beat him severely. I mean, they bludgeoned this man as a message to the Jews to not waste the time of Galio and those in places of judicial power in the Gentile realm, and they beat this man, uh, sending a message to all. Now, I want to think about this, uh, this man Sosthenes, because this is very interesting. In the city of Corinth, he is the chief ruler of the synagogue. Crispus has already been saved, but God, I believe, used this occasion in Sosthenes' heart and opened his eyes to the gospel. Maybe as he was healing from his wounds, Paul visited him, I don't know. But it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, as Paul wrote a letter back to the church in Corinth, Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God, and Sosthenes, our brother. Isn't that an amazing thing? I mean, this uh, Paul's having some fruit in the city of Corinth. He, he saw Crispus get saved, the ruler of the synagogue. Many of the Corinthians also believed and were saved. All of Crispus's house was uh, believed, and they were also saved. And then they take Paul before the, the, the legal system. He took him to court. Paul wins the court hearing. They take the new leader of the synagogue, draw him before the judgment seat, and literally beat him, I mean, just bloody there before the judgment seat, kicked them out of the courtroom, but grace, God in his goodness, allows these events to take place in Sosthenes' life, no doubt to prepare the soil of his heart to receive the seed of the gospel, and he is born again. He is saved and becomes a laborer, a co-laborer, a servant with Paul in getting the gospel uh, out to the world. And he's writing to Corinth, Paul is, and he mentions Sosthenes by name. Don't tell me God can't save anybody. God can save whosoever ever will. And I don't care how hard you think their heart may be, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation, and grace can do amazing things. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Make sure you join us next broadcast. Until then, pray with me for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.